Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. All right. Welcome to another CI for Life podcast. I am Rick Hyland. I'm here with my very special guest, Joseph Drollshagen. Uh, Joseph, how are you today? How did I do on your last name? You did really well, Rick. I, I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be here with you. It's Drollshagen. So you did. You said it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're super excited to have you. Um, Joseph is a serial entrepreneur. He's going to talk about a couple of topics that I'm super passionate about, that he's super passionate about how to be successful in business and life and uh, kind of marry those two and excited to hear about you. And uh, Joseph is the CEO of IFGT. Tell us about that and tell us about some of your background. Absolutely. So the IFGT, that's that's my mother. Like all of my companies are underneath that. And the IFGT stands for it's freaking go time. Go time. And, and it's how I operate. You know, in my life right now, like I started out, you know, in, in corporate America, but at the same time doing businesses and, and construction companies and, you know, builder and like different areas and stuff. And man, it, it was, it, I lost so much time and freedom in my life trying to build the next business because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Okay. And through a series of a process over a three year decade or a three decade period, I've been a student to the works I do today. And it's really what I utilize today. And what I love most about my life, Rick, is I get to help small business owners. You know, I come from big corporate America, helping companies in bankruptcy. You know, I was up to a vice president building territories, leading teams. And man, I couldn't stand living like that. Today, I get to help small business owners. I get to help realtors to really scale their business quickly and and, and do so solely. It's going to sound simplistic, but solely by getting the heck out of their own way. Mm, I love and that. Stop tell, blocking the pathways. Tell me more about that last part. How do we get ourselves out of the uh, out of our way? Yeah. So, so just like myself, you know, through my twenties, thirties, into my forties, <clears throat> I thought if I wanted something and you hear this a lot of times with motivational speakers that I had to take massive actions that I had to put aside my life in order to get this. And, and you know, you have to go at it hundred percent, you know, 110%, everything else and stuff like that. And I struggled so long, you know, I had, um, you know, when, when I was married, we had uh, five pregnancies over a matter of about seven years. And two of them ended at like 24, 25 weeks. And then my son was born. Then we had two more of them that went the way the first two did. So when I say that my son is absolutely precious to me, that's where I'm coming from with that. On his first birthday, I wasn't home celebrating with him because I was in Indiana trying to build a sales territory because that's what I thought a man is supposed to do. And I followed that conditioning so deeply that I, I, I would trudge and work effortlessly and, 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 you know, extensive hours, travel three to four miles a week trying to build sales territories. And it was my whole life was 150, 200 miles an hour trying to make it happen. Always with the thought that someday I'll get there and then yeah. I'll be able to enjoy it, right? How many people, business owners have that? And right. then I'll enjoy it. As I started understanding these tools, as I started understanding total mindset alignment, which is the conscious and the subconscious, and we can go deeper into that if you like. And once I start understanding that, I start understanding that that conditioning that we all have, and it's unique to each one of us, what our conditioning is, that conditioning is what determines how far we can go. Mm. So when we start understanding that conditioning and then utilizing the tools that are part of the, the I've created a, a SMT method 
to help people shift that, all of a sudden they start opening up for things to start happening easier. They start opening up for things to start coming to them. And I'll give you a quick example of this is I just took over a company a couple of weeks ago. I had four people call me out of the blue between yesterday and today that want to set up dealerships doing what I'm doing. I never even reached out to them, Rick. They go, hey, I hear you're down in this area. I really want to start, you know, being a part of this and stuff. How, who do I talk to? And I go, well, you got him. <laughs> and, and I'm just going about enjoying my day. And today I have three businesses. I have my coaching business at well, four, and then I have my speaking, and I do a lot of workshops, and I'm a minister, so I do a lot of Sunday services. I have that the 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 residual income that I'm building on there, and then I have another consulting business. And I'll tell you what, Rick, I live in retirement with having those businesses. Yeah. And that's that shift that happened between when I was trying to make it all happen to when I get into alignment and I start allowing. And and I have clients who have gone from $30,000 to $60,000 a month in revenue within a couple of months. And now we're over $250,000 a month, six months into it. That's the kind of scaling that's possible when we do so. So, yeah, you got me intrigued. Tell me about total mindset alignment. How do I get there? How do I find it? Absolutely. And one of the other things before I finish that with the one client, his name is Moe's, but before I finish that, just to say, Moe's did not add any more sales staff. He didn't add any more advertising. He just got in alignment. One of the things I help business owners do is to develop systems of accelerating habits that are unique to them. So I don't tell people, here's do A, B, and C, and you're bit D. And there's a lot of things out there that are, are set up like that. But when you have that, Less than 1% of the people following that ever achieve the same results as the person teaching. Mm -hmm. Because your conditioning and your pathway is different than my pathway. So, yeah. so you, you try to develop these habits and systems based on their individual strengths? Exactly. And then what happens as we do that, they start bumping into the conditioning. So I'll go into that. Okay. We, we have a conscious mind. You can tell I'm excited about what I do, right? Love it. I'll slow down a bit. We, we have a conscious mind, right? Our conscious mind, we have a choice over. We, we choose what we focus on, what we talk about, what we say about ourselves, you know, what, who we talk to, what we hang out, like all of that stuff we choose. And then we have a subconscious. And all our subconscious done, it does is absorbs whatever the conscious mind is focused on. It doesn't determine whether you want it or not. Whether you like it or not, whether it's right or wrong, whatever it is, is it just absorbs whatever the conscious mind is focused on. And then what I learned later on, so I knew that connection, but I still kept running into things because that conditioning, that voice in our head, sometimes when I'm doing a Sunday service, I'll call it the antichrist. <laughs> uh, the critic. You know, yeah. start speaking up and tell us why we can't know that. So then, with, so in the subconscious, there's like this motherboard that stores all that conditioning. The voice we hear in our head, is coming from that motherboard from our conditioning. And it plays over and over and over. And that's why when somebody gets to a certain level of scaling their business, and then they go, man, I, I don't think I want to schedule, you know, go any higher just because it's going to be more work. I'm going to have to hire people. I don't like to. Whatever the reasons are, that's that voice going on in there. That's that yeah. voice playing that out. But also, with, this is really critical. Within that motherboard, that determines, that fires the brain waves to determine what actions we take and don't take. So mm -hmm. somebody who's going about with fear, doubt, worry, it will trigger them not to take actions that could ever bring on fear, doubt, and worry. So yeah. think about if you're working on understanding and shifting that conditioning, 
And at the same time, total mindset alignment there, how you're going to start taking actions you wouldn't otherwise take. Yeah. This this idea really resonates with me because a lot of entrepreneurs are struggling with what I'm calling high anxiety, high stress, uh, but they're doing great. I mean, they're growing their business or they're at least moving in the right direction, if you will. Yes. But it comes with some anxiety, some stress about trying to scale this business. So how do you how do you help people find that balance between I'm still working hard and working smart, but I'm also out of my out of my own way, if you will, so that I can scale this business and still enjoy life and find that balance between, I don't know what you want to call it, Joseph, success and happiness or focusing long-term and striving for excellence and being satisfied with what happens every day and content. How, how do you find this balance? Yeah, that's a great question. And where I feel, where I specialize and where I've been able to help almost a thousand business owners and between business owners and realtors over the last decade has been to scale their business, regardless of the economy now, scale their business while maintaining a healthy life balance. That's right. what it is right there. You know, right. and so that's that's what helping people do. And 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 the way of doing that, like I said, it, first off, the starting point, Rick, is starts with an open mindset, an open mind, you know, because so many people that are struggling and doing the things and working 80 hours, they believe they have to, and that's their only belief. That's their truth. So they cannot break out of that. You know, so what I do isn't necessarily for those who need it. It's for those who want it. Somebody who's going, man, I, I feel there's something in me that's saying I can enjoy this without killing myself to build it. Right. Those are the people I can help. So when they have the open mindset, <clears throat> then from there, we can start stepping into, you know, I help. And, and I've worked with multiple organizations like 150, uh, you know, $175 million corporations that employed 300 employees and all that, that were in bankruptcy to go back into profitability using the same exact tools that I teach small business owners today. I just want to get as far away from corporate America as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. So I don't apply it there. But yeah, but yeah once we do that, then, then, then I help each client I work with, we start setting that end game for what it is you want. What does that business look like at that full scale? What's your team look like? And start getting that, what I call a vision around that. And I have road mapping tools to help develop that. Yep. Because once you have that, now you have a place instead of being pushed by our pain, right? We get a fear. What happens when the economy, you know, like, like real estate we're seeing right now, when the interest rates go up, they, they get fearful and they start pushing even harder, working more exhaustively, doing even more, you know, where it's the complete opposite because that's going to produce less and less results. So when they have that end game of what that looks like, they can be pulled into the excitement of seeing that unfolding versus pushed by the pain of, of losing it. Yeah, I like Make that. sense. The first two steps I really like, um, open mindset. You need to be open to new ideas. If you're not, you're not going to be able to you know, take the next step in your development as an entrepreneur or a person. I love that. And the second is start with the end in mind. Get an end, a vision for where you want to take not just your business, but your life, right? Yes. Kind of a balanced view of it. Uh, and then where do you go next with them to help them get this yeah. balance between success and uh, healthy living? Yeah. So, so, so we set those up and I'll tell you, I learned all of this as I was learning it. I was like the guinea pig of all this stuff. <laughs> you know, the reason I'm able to guarantee, you know, my clients results when I work with them is because I know 
how this works. And I'm selective on who I work with because if you don't have an open mind, I'm not going to be able to help you. So once once we get that vision, and the same thing I did in corporate America is when we're in bankruptcy and you're getting together five days a week with the executive team and sitting down at a conference table, you know, for an hour and a half each day, all you hear is all the problems. All you hear is all the stuff going wrong. So if we can dial that in the conscious mind, if we can dial that to what's going well and start accentuating those, it just opens up the avenue for more of that. So I, the tools that I utilize with, you know, with, with the, my, the clients I work with is we start stepping into uh, taking actions. We start figuring out which actions work. And just as a quick example, have you ever seen a realtor do a Facebook Live and you can tell they cannot stand doing Facebook Lives? Uh, yeah. Or any most video? Of, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> when you see that, don't you just flip it right away? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You ever see somebody who does a live that is is like you can tell that camera lit them up? Yeah. You watch those, don't you? Yeah. In business, in real estate, in all of our life, if we find out what those things are that light us up and we start taking those actions, that's how we start developing those systems of accelerating habits. So I'll take a business owner who's going crazy working in a certain area that they can't stand doing, but they keep pushing themselves there day over day over day over day. And they end up working in their business rather than working on it. And and they'll and, and I'll have them shift into something else. And all of a sudden they'll start sparking and they'll start lighting. And, and, and what happens, the scientific connection there is when we're in that place and we enjoy what we're doing, our creativity is working double time on our behalf without us doing anything. Okay. So let me give Makes you a, yeah, let me give you a case study and you can tell me uh, how you'd help me. So I'm an entrepreneur. I got a $2 million business. Um, I am very good at product development. My creative mind is very good. That's my strength and skill set. I'm not great at sales, but I need sales in order to scale this business. So I spend a lot of time on sales. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I need it. I'm too cheap to hire uh, a full-time salesperson right now because my paradigm is that I can't afford it. I should be able to do this. How do you coach me into that spot of scaling and uh, focusing on uh, what I'm good at and staying in that healthy space? Yeah, that, that's a great case study. And one of the things I do, that's kind of, a, and you know this probably, right? That That's kind of a common case study yes. there. Yes. So many business owners come to me and they can't stand sales, but they want to grow their business. Right. One of the things I do is take them through that sales process and, and work this system out in the sales process that works for them. So it excites them to get to have that involvement. And the reason I do that, it is so critical if you're the business owner that you know how to get sales for your organization, because otherwise you're trusting people that you have no idea how that's happening. When you've been through that process and you understand it, now all of a sudden you start bringing salespeople and you know what to call out and you know which ones are good. You know what I'm saying? You have the ins and outs of it. So even like cold calling, like it's something as silly as cold calling, picking up that 10,000 pound phone, you know, so do. many people, so many people can't see it. I rather enjoy that. And and what I'll do with people who are who are really nervous about that is I'll set it up and it's this is going to sound silly, but I'll set it up like a game. Yeah. You know what? Get on the phone tomorrow and go for five no's. Call people until five people say no, then you're done for the day. And I I, I did it. I started there. And then later on, I went to when I didn't like it, I I'd go to 10 a day. And I'm telling you, you get to call six or seven and somebody says, yeah, I'd be interested. And you're like. Oh shoot! Now I got my I gotta get another. I miss my target. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. And it, it, like, but it's because all of this stuff, just like you said that they, they don't like doing sales. That's a perception. That's a perception that they think sales is something hard or they think sales is something that they're not good at or they think sales. And, and, and right there is a paradigm within the conditioning that will block somebody. That's a perfect one. That's a great example. Okay. One more case study. Thanks for being patient with me. And I know you've heard this one too, but the whole idea that I'm too busy, um, I can't, I don't have time for, I'm going to call it self-care. I'm going to call it exercise, spiritual development, emotional development, whatever you do for those three things. But I'm too busy for that. I got so much on the go. My business is growing. I'm scaling. I am mm -hmm. too busy to take care of myself. I worked with a business owner a few years back. She was doing maybe seven, between seven and $8 million a year. Her business was literally spiraling downward, even at that revenue. And she was working incredible hours trying, just trying to turn around or just trying to keep up, not even turn it around. And she said to me, Joseph, I don't even think I have a half hour a week to talk to you on the phone. We So hesitantly, we started working together. That year we worked together, at the end of that year, she would broke $22 million in sales. And it was the only year of her adult life that she took five weeks of vacation in that year. Two, one of the trips was a two-week trip to Israel, which is on our bucket list. And so what I tell people, if you're really that busy, you need this more than somebody who's got leisure time. Yeah. It will help you. And, and again, because of what I do, because I know there's a, a lot of follow the A, B, and Cs of somebody and get success, and I know they don't work, I give people 100% money back guarantee when I work with a client that you're either going to get scale and you're going to get balanced or you get your money back at the end. Awesome. Yeah. Tell me more about a um, lot of fears and anxieties in entrepreneurs trying to scale of, of various proportions. And How do you help people with still trying to set big goals and go for it? Um, like you said, on your uh, CEO of uh, IFGT, it's yes. go time, but then also managing the anxieties or maybe some sleep lock, you know, how do you help them think through that and quiet their mind and, and stay focused and enjoy the journey? Yeah. And, that, and what happens a lot of times, as you know, Rick, is that fear will step up and it's literally like a barrier. We, you know, and so what, what I do in, in, in my clients and in my own life, just two and a half months ago, I took my first seven runs off of a 2000 foot mountaintop with nothing but me and a hand glider. And I did that because I was afraid of heights. Nice. When I talk about going through our fears, you know, our fears, like when, when we have them, they're actually helping, like we can utilize, there's like gold nuggets in that. We can utilize that fear to sharpen the pathway even more than we would have without it. And we can, we can have fear. We're going to have fear anytime we step outside of our comfort zone, which is another, you know, we take common actions over and over and over and over and over. We want different results, but we continue to take common actions because it's scary not to. Stepping outside of our comfort zone is going to be fear. There's going to be part of it, but we can have fear, but kick it the hell out of the driver's seat of our life. We can utilize that fear to strengthen us even more. And that's what I help my clients do. Yeah, that's that's a great. So first of all, recognize, A, there will be some fear and anxiety in the journey of stretching outside your comfort zone, either business-wise or lifestyle. And then true to try to utilize that in, into pushing you to action and still keeping going forward and 
So how do you help them quiet the noise a little bit while they're doing that? They're still taking part of the whole thing is 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 just the basic understanding. The only way to get uncommon results is you have to take uncommon actions. It's the Mm -hmm. only way I know of that it's possible to achieve that. And to take uncomfortable actions to understand and then have support, have somebody who's been through things and that can that can help you. You know what I mean? Like support through that process of, of reminding that it's just uncomfortable in the process. Rick, I remember the first time I was asked to speak on stage in front of like three, 500 people. I don't even remember what it was now. And I stood at the side and, and as they started introducing me, there were two steps in the stage. And I was standing there. And as they started, I, I knew the closest door to run through. <laughs> and as I took my first step and put it on, it, like all I heard was my stomach, you know, boom, 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 my heart and stuff. And it's like, run, run. They can't do anything to you. Run. And then I took the next step and it, it was like up in my throat. And I, it felt like my head was like, you know, pulsing to my heartbeat. And, and, and as soon as my foot stepped on stage, it stopped and I felt like I was home. And so what I work with is helping clients get to that point where they're through that fear. Because if I can help somebody do that at one time, it's so much easier to repeat that because they remember the results of the last time. I was scared out of my mind when I was standing on that cement slope, 2000 feet above the ground below. And I had that thing strapped and the guy goes, you're ready, just say clear and go. And, and, And everything inside me is going, no, 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 no. And I took a step and I had like two steps and then after that, my feet were off the ground and I was scared out of my mind. And as soon as my feet were no longer on the ground, it was like, this is awesome. There's great learning there. So yeah. It's helping people get to that point. Yeah. Step into the dark place. Step into your fear. Keep moving forward. There is a reward there. Very good. Joseph, I love that. That's very inspiring. Love your enthusiasm. Any other advice for entrepreneurs that are busy and trying to scale and don't have enough time? What other advice would you have for us today? You know, the one thing I would say is really important is 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 to make time, make time if it's if it's if it's ten minutes out of the day, make time where you can just sit and breathe, mm. because what that will do is it'll start bringing things down a little bit, and you'll understand you have ample time. You don't have to do 150 miles an hour, and and hopefully somebody in that state will have a creative spark of an idea, or an answer to something they've been asking themselves. That that will bring that realization that if I slow down a little, things come easier. Mm, I love that. And are you? Do you recommend meditation or or just just breath work? Just good. Well, I, I yeah, I meditate. You know how I meditate? Honestly, is I grab my rod and I go down to the river and do trout fishing or I'll, I'll walk or whatever it is. Whatever it is that just brings that quiet time stepping aside from everything, putting it aside for just a little bit, you know? And then the other thing I, I, I love to offer your audience, Rick, is if, if this any of this makes sense to somebody and they got questions that you want to talk about, or even if you think it's BS. I've had a lot of people call me starting out with, you know, I think your stuff is BS. And I've been able to help them kind of shift that for themselves and see more of how they can make it easy and live in balance while they scale. All they got to do is reach out to me at coachwithjoey.com. And you can schedule a free 10-minute conversation and us get on there. I love helping small businesses grow. I told you, I don't like going into corporate anymore, but I love seeing small businesses thrive. Yeah, well well said, Joseph. Uh, I read a quote yesterday by Mahatma Gandhi that said something like this that aligns with your philosophies here. He says, I have a really busy day tomorrow, so I need to 
meditate for two hours instead of one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that make so much sense? But, but on the other side, you could look it's at counterintuitive on one side. When we're living like that, and I live like that for a long time. So when we're living like that, it's like I don't have three minutes to meditate. Like I don't know how you do it, but but I'm telling you, I have like my the businesses I have gain so much more. The results are so much more. The size of them is so much more than that ever experience. And I literally feel like I'm retired more than I ever have. Mm, good for you. Yeah, I, I love the idea. And some people don't like meditation, although it's very vogue today. But even if you said, like you just started out with, get still, breathe, get get centered, great inspiration will come out of you. You'll get ideas when you get quiet and still. Um, even if you don't like the word meditation or you don't want to you know, cross your legs or whatever, yeah. there's a way to get still and get slow and be even more effective to your point. Sometimes I live in the mountains of South Carolina. Sometimes, you know, I don't always call it meditation, but sometimes I'll walk out in the woods and I'll just walk out there for however long. And it, it, it's like it just brings that calm and that clearing and gives me a little break of all the activity going on. Yep. Well said. So whatever that works for you, just try it. Go find that place to get still and get yeah. quiet. You'll be, be even more effective. You may not have as many hours on your business, but you'll be more effective in the every hour. You'll see greater results. One of the things I'm proving out right now with a special uh, membership thing I'm doing for realtors because of the interest rate and everything happening and stuff like that and all the loud noise going on, why you can't, is, is helping them achieve greater results and work less hours doing it, have more life balance. Love it. You know, so often we skip exercise and things like that. We skip time with the family. We skip doing things like that. But yet those are the things that are our priorities, why we're doing all the hard work for. So if we learn to balance that, all of a sudden we start bringing about uh, results that we could not otherwise achieve doing 150 miles an hour. There's And, and it's, it's, it's scientific and logical even, because when I'm doing 150 miles an hour, the things that come out of the blue, the opportunities, the guys calling me to say about the dealer and things like that, I'll miss those things because I'll be so busy running and gunning. I don't even see them. When I slow down, all of a sudden it's like, boom, the phone rings and I have time. I can, you know, and things happen like that. Yeah. Even call it planning time, right? Get, get stillness time, planning time, get quiet, journalize, write what you're grateful for, write what your plans are for the day. Think through it deeply. Uh, get quiet and you'll be more effective than if you're just racing uh, 150 and, miles an hour. Yeah, and understanding we are not conditioned to do things like that when we're in, in when we're in strive for something when we're trying to build something that that will go against all of our conditioning and understanding if you if you feel like that like this is this isn't right this is the wrong thing it's just the conditioning happening there mm -hmm. and then just reach out set up a 10 minute call and I'll help you through that and get you to a point where you can do that and I I promise you you'll start seeing results come from that good for you all right tell people one more time where they can find you Absolutely. You can go to coachwithjoey.com, schedule a free 10-minute call. We'll get on there and chat and see what happens from there. Joseph, you're awesome. Thanks so much for being our guest on CI for Life. All the best and success to you. Same to you, Rick. It's this awesome conversation. Cheers. <laughs>